obviously being in the position that I've been in, I've gotten to see uh, a lot of partnerships go wrong. Um, you know, even part people who are partners for long periods of time, um, you know, where, where just life, you know, circumstances change and priorities mm -hmm. change. Um, and, and that can be, that can be difficult, which is all the more reason why you don't want to rush in um, to those partnerships because it's, it's a lot like a marriage, you know? Hey there, I am Dr. Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast, where we explore the why behind success. Every week, I meet with real estate investors, veterinary entrepreneurs, mindset coaches, authors, and fitness professionals to uncover their why and how it drives them on the winding road to success. What is your why? Hi everyone, I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today I'm here with Andrew Longcore. Andrew has worked with hundreds of businesses and entrepreneurs on their corporate development strategy and implementation. His experiences range from working with solopreneurs to publicly traded companies in many industries. Um, Andrew, I'm going to stop there because I, I don't I don't want to spoil anything. I love to let the guests tell their story. But first, yeah. um, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for taking the time out. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to be here and in. Jason, I got to say, before we jump in on it, um, we obviously met a few weeks ago. You were given a keynote speech, and the technical difficulties that you had to experience and the way you were able to handle that with such grace was, I was amazed by it. So I'm I'm honored to be here in, in your presence and somebody who can handle those types of situations. I don't know if it's the, the surgeon background <laughs> or what, but that even keel. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that very much. Hopefully we won't have any technical issues today. I've hit record. <laughs> we seem to be on track with Wi-Fi. So yeah, hopefully hopefully nothing uh, nothing like that comes up today, but I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the kind words. Um, and and I'm, I'm excited to kind of have you on and, and hear your story. Tell us, you know, or let the listeners hear your story. T t tell us your background. We'll kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really, um, I graduated from law school, uh, came out and was starting the, uh, attorney dream, uh, quickly found out that I didn't like being in a law firm. So I went out and started my own practice, um, started the business law group, still going strong, um, with that. Um, we focus on, uh, primarily, uh, business transactions, uh, financial transactions, which spills over into, uh, real estate development, mergers and acquisitions, capital raise, um, all those fun things. Um, and really from from there, working on, you know, hundreds of different types of transactions, you meet really great entrepreneurs, um, business owners, uh, investors, and you learn a lot of how they do things. And so that lead, led me into my consulting practice, which because I was getting so many questions that were not necessarily related to uh, the legal side of the transaction. It was, you know, where do we go out to find capital to be able to make this deal happen? And so it was started to become a need that uh, was, at least from the client standpoint, they needed. And so to be able to help them. And so really we've been able to develop uh, at least for me personally, you know, uh, different types of transactions really from soup to nuts from the, you know, the strategy and why we're doing it all the way through the end of closing and, and the integration or implementation side of it. So uh, the whole spectrum. 
Yeah. And it's for sure that, you know, that that is a need. So it's great to have someone like yourself <laughs> sort of filling that space, because I think uh, one of the you know, in, in the syndication space, there's there's sort of the different, you know, slots that everybody fits in, right? It's like acquisitions, there's uh, asset management, capital raise, you know, kind of underwriting. They're, they're sort of the ones that people typically list. But one that I think is so important is is sort of that the coordinator, the person who kind of brings it all together and having, and, and I think there's lots of people that want to get into real estate, and maybe don't know how to do that part of it. Don't maybe don't even realize as you get in. Certainly, I didn't. I didn't realize when I started syndicating how much of it was just going to be um, kind of like being the conductor of an orchestra and you know <laughs> making sure the pieces fit in at the right time and and come together. So having that as a consulting service makes a ton of sense to me and i'm sure you know even not just within real estate but within other businesses and mergers and acquisitions that as you said there's just so much that goes into the process itself and coming you know coming into that as an attorney and being able to tie in the legal components of it and it's like here's the process also, by the way, don't do this so you don't go to jail kind of thing. <laughs> there's a there's a, a ability to to kind of put that all together. So I think think it makes sense. And I'm I'm always fascinated by how that sort of transition came about. Like you, you know, obviously you saw a need, but 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 what did that what did that look like for you kind of as you know you're you're working in your legal practice? How did you develop that into a business and a consultant? Uh, consulting agency. Yeah, well, I think you're 100% right in that um, a lot of people have, you know, or at least you know, they've got a desire to get into it. They maybe they have certain skill sets that fit into it. Um, you know, again, from the business side, you see a lot of operators that have decided, well, I want to acquire a business, or they're they've got an existing business and they're good at operating it, but not necessarily like the actual development and growth of the, mm -hmm. the business as an, as an asset. Uh, in, in the real estate game, I'm sure you see the same thing where somebody who says, you know, well, I know how to rehab houses and I want to flip them, but I don't, how, you know, how do I do that? You know, how does, you know, it, is it really possible? I've got to have, you know, I want to buy a hundred thousand dollar house. I need to have a hundred thousand dollars cash. Right. And so uh, they really, you know, again, they've got a certain, portion of the skill set necessary to do these types of transactions and make these types of investments. And so they would come to me with, hey, I've I've got this deal. I've got this, you know, piece of real estate that I want to buy. I want to develop, you know, one one client that can, comes to mind in particular in the real estate uh space was um he was buying low income houses and I mean and basically flipping them, right? He'd go in and fix them up and but his issue that he was running into was just how to structure all of that um, because his initial purchases were done individually. And so yeah. he was trying to clean up a lot of that stuff. And, but he also wasn't able to grow his credit with the banks to be able to go out and do larger. So basically he was either going to be acquiring houses that were under $50,000 for the rest of his life um, and just have this track record of continually, you know, rolling cash forward yeah. um, but he, with a desire he wanted and so being able to organize that to where we had you know one central 
um, it, you know, business that was, you know, basically the firm and then to individualize each one of those transactions. So the one developed this longer track record that he could then go to the banking institutions and show this is what I'm able to do. And he was able to then have this, this infrastructure and we got really complicated with it. Um, probably more complicated than necessary, but that was, that's a whole other story about trying to use retirement fund and not get taxed on the yeah, use yeah. Of and, and all that stuff. Um, but again, that was all birthed a lot, you know, uh, some of that was birthed out of the legal side and understanding the organizational side of it. But then again, be, being able to build up credit and track record and stuff that was outside of, of really what is necessarily what I consider legal advice. Mm -hmm. And but the obviously it was important to him and it's been able to, you know, I haven't done a lot of legal work for him in a long time because we basically yeah. set him up in, in this process and that he's been running with. Uh, and he's last time I checked in, he was quite successful with it. So, um, yeah, it was really kind of a natural thing of just those those questions coming out of, um, I mean, everything from sourcing deals, uh, negotiating deals. And it's again, it's it's things that I was able to um, either participate in or I was able to witness clients do those various aspects and then to be able to centralize them and, and truly kind of fill in that quarterback or, or fill in the specific gaps that they needed to be filled. Um, and, and again, we're still doing that today um, uh, for our clients. Yeah, and I guess to me, what it, what it sounds like is it's like you're helping people take a, a skill or a trade or something like that and turn it into a business. And, you know, it, the example of, you know, sort of that house flipper, you know, someone who, as you said, like someone who knows construction, right? Maybe they've worked in construction a long time and now they want to make that into something big, but not knowing how to take those steps and kind of scale without essentially just drowning yourself in, in, you know, <laughs> hundred hour work weeks. Uh, mm -hmm. I think is is incredibly important to people that are tr you know people that are trying to do that people that are trying to develop those businesses so having that and then being being a connector right mm -hmm. and so if you have uh, through your dealings in your law practice and in businesses and all that like you have these people that you know are good at one thing and someone else who needs that skill and vice versa and you know being able to bring them together. Like I said, I think it's a, an incredibly valuable um, process to, to provide. What do you, this is, I don't mean this in like a negative way, but kind of what is it, what is in it for you? Like, what do you, obviously I, I assume you get paid for these services, but, but what is, how does that impact you in your own personal growth and in, in business development? Yeah, so I mean, uh, obviously, yes, I, I I get paid and and I get paid well for for what I do because there's a lot of value that we add, yeah. um, and and we have clients that sit there and they, you know, they're per perfectly happy, you know, stroking those checks to me, and my wife is happy that we're able to, you know, <laughs> pay our bills at the end of the day too because yeah. of that, um, but the the other side of that is. Um, I obviously I do I'm a big relationship guy and so being able to meet people and talk to people and, and participate in in deals or even just be you know somebody that they can brainstorm with 
um, you know, what am I not seeing here? Why is this, you know, why has this been sitting on the market for this long? Um, is is great, but it also brings other opportunities as far as being able to participate in in my own investments, whether that is is taking on equity in a business, um, or becoming a, a partner in um, you know a real estate transaction or or anything like that. Uh, and it's a lot of uh, potential investment. I consider all those investments um, that don't necessarily come up a lot for for I think a lot of. Uh, other attorneys or, or consultants um, mm -hmm. that are purely just trying to sell time for money. Uh, it, again, being that holistic is, is again, it's, it's, it's more of a, and, and we really, I refer to all of my clients as partners uh, because of that. It's, it's truly a partnership. Um, I'm not an order taker. So it's not like Jason, you can come to me and say, you know, Andrew, I need this, you know, buy and sell agreement and I need these syndication documents and they need to say this it's it's truly a a collaboration of you're telling me what type of a deal you have i'm going to bring my expertise to it if there's holes that need to get filled in we'll fill those in um it, but it's really just trying to make sure that we can make a good deal happen um, because it, it, there is there's a lot of and i'm sure it's stuff that you can tell you know stories and stories and stories upon uh, when it comes to real estate type transactions of of bad deals, you know, deals that in theory were going to work out, but there was certain aspects or, or things that were missed. And I can tell the same thing on the, the business side of transactions where, you know, in theory on paper, it looked good, but there were certain things that were missed throughout that process to make sure that it was ended up being a good deal. And really that's not good for anybody when, you know, we have deals, good deals gone bad, if you will. And so yeah. really it, it, trying to make good deals happen is, is, you know, really kind of that driving force. Yeah. And, and I, I think what, what you said is, I guess, is exactly what I was getting at. I think your people deserve to get paid for their time. That, that makes total sense. It's not really about that. What, what I love what you said is, you know, sort of those, it opens up the door to opportunities because that's, that's a thing. And I've talked about that on the podcast before, but it, it's like, I, you know, when you talk to uh, like real estate brokers, commercial brokers, people, people in the industry. And, and I, I often ask them like, oh, so you, like, do you invest in these deals? What, you know, and, and a lot of them don't. And I'm kind of like, I don't, that doesn't make sense to me, right? Like you're, you're there with access to like <laughs> frontline knowledge of what's going on. And, and I think, you know, I suppose in some scenarios there are uh, a potential conflict of interest, but but being able to make these connections, have all of this network that you do through your business, as you said, like allows you to to open up the opportunities and and partner in these deals and and you know sort of grow your own personal portfolio. So I think uh, that that is is mainly what I was getting at there, and because I think that there's there's two sides to the coin, right? It's mm -hmm. like you can get paid straight out for your services, but in a lot of instances, getting some level of equity in, in a particular deal or something like that might even be better than that in, in, in the long run. Yeah, no, and it, it is, it's interesting just because it's a bit like the, uh, you know, we've all dealt with salesmen and somebody trying to sell us a product or a service. And if, if you ask them, you know, would, would you buy this or do you use this? And if they turned around and said, well, no, no, I don't, or I would never use this. It's like, right. well, then why are you trying to sell it to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's true. It, it, I mean, and, it, and that applies, I think, in the, in the real estate space. Like, there's a lot of, uh, I think, particularly in social media, there's a lot of like, invest in real estate without using any money. Well, that always means you're using someone else's money. And if the someone else is an investor and you wouldn't put your own money in that deal, you probably shouldn't take investors on to put their money in that deal either, right? So it's kind of like, that. that's how I feel about it with our real estate deals. Like I, I always invest in them. And if I'm not investing in them, then we're not talking about it because it's like, why would I tell, why would I bring to you <laughs> a deal that I don't believe in investing in? Like it doesn't, to me, that doesn't make any sense. And, and it's kind of like, it's, this is a funny, funny, uh, I guess, analogy, but in, in my veterinary career, like one of the, one of the most common questions I get from clients, like talking to them about a surgery, we're having a consult and they'll say, well, what would you do if it was your dog? And it's like this, I would only tell you what I would do if it was my dog. Like I wouldn't, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not trying to tell you something that I don't believe in. And, and I get the question. I understand where it comes from, but I think your, the ideas is, you know, if you're, if you're, uh, a business owner with in, with integrity like in general you should be if you're talking about these transactions these business deals real estate whatever it is it should be something you believe in you know it, it's not just not just to to get a sale so i think that that that's a i think an important point and an important probably component of your ability to have growth doing this right people are going to come to you with these questions because they trust your opinion and believe that you'll give them a, a, a an honest answer. Yeah. Well, and I think, yeah, both with, with, it seems like with, with any type of investment, whether, you know, it's it publicly traded markets or real estate or in, in businesses, um, there are certain people out there that are, you know, we'll, we'll call them unscrupulous, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and, and, you know, I guess in in my opinion, I hope that you know they develop that reputation rather quickly, and then they right. kind of get weeded out um, of of the game. But really, it's you know, I always you know am trying. I'm in fact probably one of the classes I struggled with most in law school was the ethics class because I was too ethical. And so when it was a question of can you do this, I'd be like, no, you can't do that. And they'd be like, well, technically you can. And I'd be like, no, that's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it's really yeah, you're you're right. If 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 it's a deal, especially if it's a deal that I've sourced and I'm bringing it to potential investors, like I'm I'm in it. It's not a situation where I'm you know just trying to raise money and make you know or you know do it off the backs of somebody else. Um, and and you see it, yeah. You, you obviously you see lots of in the real estate game, uh, and in the mergers and acquisitions arena, lots of people who, um, they you know again they they like the idea of making the money. They don't want to do the work. They don't really you know it's you know but you give me all your money. Let me go out and buy something. If it works out, it'll be great. We'll all make you know billions and billions of dollars. Well. It, yeah, maybe. <laughs> right. You know, right. it's it's one of those things that you know. Again, it's. I think there's again, you've got to develop partnerships, and there's got to be that trust and those relationships. Um, and you know, again, that takes time, and a lot of people aren't willing to put that time in. Um, 
you know, I've, I've got, I've got one uh, guy that we're, we're working on trying to find a deal that we can work on together, but we've known each other for 10 years. And this has finally gotten around to the point where we said, Hey, maybe, you know, maybe we should work together. We do have some complementary skills. Um, it, it seems like it would make a lot of sense, you know, it, but it wasn't like we met day one and we said, yeah, let's, let's, let's go do it. You be the operator. I'll be the guy in the back building it and it'll be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it, that's a, a great point in, in terms of, you know, the partnerships and, and you said earlier that you consider all of your clients partners and, and look at them that way, which I think is, is fantastic. Your, the importance of partnerships in real estate and business and things like that. It's just, it's so key because a, a good partnership, a good partner can, can make a deal fantastic, right? It can, you know, good partnership can change, you know, your base hit deal to a home run, but mm -hmm. you, you can, uh, a bad partnership, you know, to continue with the baseball analogy can, uh, get you tagged out, you know, sort of not paying attention, standing on base. Right. So it's just kind of, there's, there's a huge amount of, um, value that's that's created by sort of combining people that have complementary skill sets and and work well together and share um, common values in that when you just cobble together a partnership for the sake of making making having a deal happen it's it's not likely to be you know nearly as successful so I think those are uh, and, and, that, and that those people might be successful on their own or with other partners it, it's just a matter of you know kind of what with the, the people that you're you're specifically working with it, it it makes a makes a big difference right and and obviously being in the position that i've been in i've gotten to see uh, a lot of partnerships go wrong um you know even part people who are partners for long periods of time um you know where where just life you know circumstances change and priorities mm -hmm. change um and and that can be that can be difficult, which is all the more reason why you don't want to rush in um, to those partnerships because it's it's a lot like a marriage, you know. It's mm -hmm. it's all fun and games on the front side when you're you know everything's exciting and new and there's so much potential, but you know when times get hard, you know this is somebody who's going to be you know standing beside you in the battle and you know. Is this somebody who you who's going to stand by your side and and be there and and just like a marriage, it's really hard to unwind it um, in a way that again isn't you know everybody taking a big hit. Um, and so obviously you know you can put agreements in place and you can do all this planning, but it's again finding that um, that that how's, how to how to put it. <laughs> That again, finding that that good uh, complement to you, that good fit um, in there, and and understanding that somebody you can work with, you know, because again, like like I said, there's going to be things that come that are going to come up. It's going to be some good things, and there's going to be some bad good you know bad things, yeah. and those have the tendency to be when people start to fight and and really start to conflict. And obviously, you know, as as you know, if if you've got to run some type of fire sale on a portfolio of properties because the partnership is breaking up, you're probably not going to get the returns that was expected. It's going to, you know, 
it's going to be bitter. There's going to be somebody out there running around going, well, Jason, he's, you know, he's a pain in the butt to work with, never be a partner with him. And it's like, whereas if it would have, you know, we would have planned for things ahead of time and been on the same page, you know, and like you said, maybe not even have done the deal, you know, that we would have been better off because we would have still had that relationship and, and there's, there's always other deals that we can go out and do. Exactly. I, the, um, people use that marriage analogy a lot, I think, you know, in terms of partnerships, but I, I think it's marriage. It's like a marriage with kids because mm -hmm. even if you break it up, you know, break up the partnership, the business partnership, if you have uh, a business or, or real estate together, it doesn't, it's still there, right? It's still, there's still something, there's still some, uh, after effect and, and other, uh, other, you know, <laughs> people are impacted by it. So it's kind of, uh, it is it is an important thing to be you know be aware of you know kind of the, the repercussions if something does go wrong so um but again a, a good partnership can can be huge can make all the difference in the world you know you can you know there's plenty of businesses that have thrived with their with their partners so I think it's just being upfront and honest and and uh you know taking as you said like taking the time to find, that person or or those people that you're going to do a deal with you know kind of in, in not rushing into it so i think it's it's a, a really important component to it um well andrew i want to i want to make sure i get the chance to ask you the questions i ask every guest and mm -hmm. uh the first one is of course based on the name of the show being know your why what is your why what what's driving you you, you You've been successful, successful attorney. You're you're now a consultant and doing you know sort of having uh, continued growth. What what drives you? Uh, well, I think the the overall arching why, uh, and I'm going to answer it in two parts, just so you're prepared. <laughs> uh, totally the, 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 the overarching why is 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 my family. Um, I have been extremely blessed with the opportunities that I've had in front of me. Um, and I want to make sure that my family has similar type opportunities, if not better opportunities, uh, to be able to pursue whatever they want and whatever their passion is. Um, and so obviously being able to make sure that I can give them, you know, those lives is important to me. Um, but really for, I guess, the the why for, you know, obviously that you can, I could do that in any type of vehicle um, that I would choose to. So why do I choose to do what I do? Um, I love the game. I, it's, it's truly, you know, obviously Simon Sinek wrote the book, uh, infinite game, and it really is this infinite game, whether it's, you know, real estate investing or, or businesses, or it's, you know, obviously it was going on before you and I were born, it's going to go on well after we die. And so to be able to participate in, in this game, um, is, is, is a privilege, but I love being able to work through the strategy um, all the different aspects of it, the complexities, and it's it, as an infinite game. Even if I fall on my face, I know I can pick myself back up and jump right back into the game and start playing again. Um, obviously, there's work to rebuild all of what I, I lost in that, but at the same time, it's not like it goes away. And so, it just again, being able to play a game, play, be a player in the game, uh, is, is is why I do what I do. Yeah. Yeah, I the the uh, I'm a big Alex Hermosi fan, and one of the quotes that he said something. I'm 
not going to get it exactly right, I'm sure. But he, he talked about essentially your, your goal is the middle, right? Your goal, like a lot, so many people think about winning is getting to the, the, the finish line, whatever that, you know, sort of mythical finish line is. But in, he's like, in the things that are important, the middle is what's important. Focus on the middle, like, like marriage, right? Like you're not trying to get to the end of a marriage. Right. The whole right. point of a marriage is to stay <laughs> married and, and have it be, you know, a, a, a good relationship for the long term. Same thing in a business. Like, yes, maybe you might have an exit strategy for the business. Like, but the idea is in the in the game of business to stay in business. Right. It's mm -hmm. just that's that's how it is. So it's just kind of um, so many times we look at things as like, what is what is that? How do I get to the finish line? But really, I think if you, you focus on enjoying that that middle or enjoying the process, you know, if you will, that, that I think it just makes makes a ton of sense. So it's like, as you said, it's like, all right, well, just because you you fall down, it's not over. The game's still going on. Just get back in and and you know, kind of kind of pick yourself up and, and get back to it. So, yeah, uh, I love that. I love that reference. Well, and that's yeah, that's I mean, it's funny, and and it, you you've put it so well too. Um, which I, the thing that struck me is I just recently turned 40 and my wife was like, Oh, well, we should celebrate. And I was like, I'm, I'm not big on my birthday in the first place, but I was like, I, I was like, you know what? No. And she's like, well, why, why are you like that? Why do you, you know, you don't <laughs> want to celebrate your birthdays. And, you know, you didn't, I didn't, I didn't walk at my graduation. I didn't intend you know, since high school graduation, I didn't attend my college graduation or, or my law school graduation. And it was like, but you put it right. It's not, that wasn't the finish line. 40 years old, my birthday, that's not the finish line. I'm still, yeah. I'm still going. I still got lots of stuff to do. And so, you know, every, you know, exit, every successful, whatever we've done. Yeah. You, you celebrate a little bit, but at the same time, you still got to wake up, you know, the next day. And again, in, in looking at it as the the infinite game um i gotta wake up the next day and find another deal that i gotta work on now so <laughs> right right yeah you don't you don't want to be done at 40 like you know, right, right. you don't want the game to end then right it's like so yeah you're you're uh, and, and yes it's great to celebrate wins like i don't think either of us is saying that but i think that the point is you you don't really necessarily want to just stop Right. There's not, yeah. you know, that's not how, and that's, and that's not how most, I think, entrepreneurs and business people are, are wired. They're not, they're not looking to find the end. They're, they're in it because they enjoy it. They enjoy doing it and they're, they enjoy finding new ways to, to have success. So I think, I think it's, it's more about, yeah, that exactly that, the game. Um, Andrew, tell us something about yourself that uh, isn't common knowledge special skill a hobby something to let listeners know you a little bit better yeah well there's 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 probably a few things um you wouldn't you wouldn't know it by my waistline but i do like to to wake up every morning and run um <laughs> i also like to eat which is <laughs> um, <laughs> <You> go together <laughs> right um but i i guess in the the theme of the game i i'm i'm a big sports fan um that's not really you know that's probably pretty common knowledge um big 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 baseball fan um be just because of a lot of the strategy that's involved in the game and in fact we saw this year they actually adjusted the rules because of teams were you know 
able to over strategize and put all the players on this side of the field because that's the only side of the field he hits the ball on. right, right. <laughs> um but uh one thing that you know i i'm i used to be a big video game guy um i don't have the time to do it now but i still am a mobile gamer i've i've will have games i just had to find games that fit with my schedule where i could play them when i had 10 minutes here and 20 minutes here and yeah. you know yeah so i still i'm still in satisfying that that, uh, that video game uh, side of me <laughs> yeah well yeah fi find the games that don't uh detract from everything else you're trying to accomplish but you know sometimes there's a you have a little time to pass and it's nice to have a, <laughs> something yeah, to do yeah. that with I can't I can't dedicate the uh the half day marathon sessions I did when I was in, right. in college right. but uh yeah. like I said yeah. still still uh, getting a little bit of a taste of it to, yeah. to keep that that's, that the juices flowing <laughs> that's how I feel about watching football now like I used to watch mm -hmm. Thursday night all day Sunday Monday like all of it and now it's like I I, I try to <laughs> watch some I watch some like that's it like I'll watch a, maybe even a part of a game not necessarily a whole game that I, I i grew up in boston so the pats are my team but like they're not on the tv very much here in la and i used to get nfl sunday ticket and, all, and then just like i wasn't i wasn't watching it enough to to make right. it worth it so <laughs> yeah i watch i watch when i can i try to try to uh see what i can but yeah it's definitely just your priorities ch change um as as your life changes uh Andrew, when people hear this and they want to reach out to you, what's the best way? Uh, so as far as being able to see content I put out, I put out a lot of content on LinkedIn. Um, so follow me on LinkedIn. Andrew Longcore is is my handle there. It's a great place to connect with me. Obviously, you can message me through LinkedIn um, or see my content. Uh, if anybody wants to, you know, talk about acquiring a business or they've got a business that they want to be able to grow and scale, um, love to talk to them. They can email me, uh, Andrew at Cecil Sterling.com. Um, and yeah, that's, those are probably the best ways. Okay. And we'll put those in the show notes. Um, okay. final question for you. What is a piece of advice you would give to someone who is starting out? Uh, and you can take that, I guess, kind <clears throat> of in whatever direction you want, but maybe, um, you know, along the lines of, uh, you know, they want to get into, business ownership or real estate ownership, you know, something, something along those lines that you would uh, tell them to encourage, but also maybe protect them from uh, making mistakes given your background. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, somebody just starting out, uh, I'd recommend partnering with somebody, um, you know, really there's two common themes that you see to a lot of uh, success stories. Uh, there's either the, you know, I started out just doing it and I made a ton of mistakes running into walls and but I was able to finally figure th some things out and it it all came together right uh the other side of that coin it seems to be like well I was working for so and so and then I split off and did my own thing or I got a mentor and he taught me how to do that um it's really that and again that so that partnership um <clears throat> because again it, and we already kind of touched on it like a lot of people bring uh certain skills to the table skills that that are valuable and so to be able to find somebody to partner with that knows what you're trying to do has already been down that path and being able to walk alongside them actually doing it and learning you know this is how they do this this is how they do this this is how they do this um i was actually having a, a conversation with with a friend of mine just the other day 
uh, who he's got a, a great course on uh, you know making your getting your first acquisition under your belt, like how to go from you know figuring out what you want to buy um, all the way through uh, close or being able to get an under LOI. And you know it was one of the things that we talked about. He goes, I got he goes, I have so many students that I talk to that they just it's it's like pulling teeth to get them to actually do the steps. And I said. I said to him, I said, it seems like those are people who really need to partner with somebody who likes to do the acquisition side of it. And they just need to come in and provide their, you know, marketing skills or whatever to be yeah. able to expand it and grow as part of the, you know, the investment side. And he was like, you know what, that's exactly it. That is exactly it. That they just, you know, they want to be able to do X in the deal mm -hmm. when, there's yeah. A through you know A through Y yeah. leading up yeah. to X <laughs> that needs to get done, um, and so yeah, being able to find somebody and again, this is not a new concept. I mean, uh, you know, probably one of the greatest investors of of you know ever is Warren Buffett, and when he graduated from Columbia Law School, he had to beg and plead with Ben Graham to be able to let him join his firm and even offering to work for free. And Ben Graham, you know, going, you know, no, it's going to cost me <laughs> to be able to teach yeah. you, but yeah. eventually was able to talk his way into that and then develop himself into, but again, being able to partner with Ben Graham to be able to learn alongside him is I think really what was able to get him on that track to becoming what he was. And so, yeah, that would be what I would tell everybody would be find that partner who can, fill the gaps in and just learn everything you can from them. Um, and, you know, and that's really what I would just say for, you know, the people I partner with, my, my goal is for them to either realize that they don't want to do the stuff I do or that they learn it and they go off and are able to do it on their own. I'm more than happy to, to train people to be able to, to run on their own. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think the, um, importantly to me, I think you're again you, you know you refer to your your clients as partners you, when you're saying partner that could mean a mentor that could mean a business I mean that just finding people that you know sort of can teach you something can can uh have that complementary skill set whatever the case may be finding them to you know sort of work together on whatever it is I think that that's a a huge point to and it, it's funny because you you mentioned the course and that your friend's course and, and it immediately made me think like so many of the courses out there, like in real estate space. And it's like, we're going to teach you how to do everything. It's probably honestly, like when you said that, I was like, yeah, that's probably not the right way to do it. It's probably <laughs> not the right way to teach everyone how to do everything because it's not, because that's not how it ends up being. Right. And, mm -hmm. and maybe, maybe it gives you a taste and all that and it helps you with the network and everything. But I think, important when people are um, choosing, you know, to join a course or a, a mastermind group or whatever, that it is, they really kind of identify what it is they want to get out of it. And if it's, you're trying to be a portion of a particular process or transaction or whatever it is, you know, sort of make sure that that, that program focuses on what you're trying to do. So I, I I'm actually really glad you said that, because I, I, there's always something about those, a lot of the courses that I didn't always feel right, but I, but I think maybe that's it, that it's like, 
it's it doesn't help you to learn absolutely everything like right. you need to get really good at at one or two of the components right no no and i i i hope and again his his course is is specifically and again there's there's lots of mergers and acquisitions courses out there and his course is in particular again it's really focused on again just those those three lli steps that again a lot of them breeze over because a lot of them will sit there and say and i'm sure that you see it in the real estate course well you you, you find an asset that you like you get it under lli and then you go do this to fund it and then you you know you you, you know increase the the revenue or you know the roi and you know oh well magically now we you know we've got a great you know you're, you're making millions now right <laughs> it's like and poof well, you, you're a millionaire you, good you, good job yeah you you well you skipped all the steps about how do i know it's a good <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly um well andrew thank you so much for for coming on the show today uh sharing all of uh, your story with us and and i really enjoyed the conversation thank you for taking the time out yeah no it's great thanks jason yeah absolutely folks listening uh, i know you're gonna love this episode uh please like rate and review the show so we can get more great guests like andrew and thank you all for listening. Hey there, I am Dr. Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast, where we explore the why behind success. Every week, I meet with real estate investors, veterinary entrepreneurs, mindset coaches, authors, and fitness professionals to uncover their why and how it drives them on the winding road to success. What is your why?